Big time matchup coming up on Sunday. It's the second divisional game for the Minnesota Vikings, and it's against the Chicago Bears. That's going to be a tough-ass matchup, folks. Let's go ahead and talk about it. We'll start with the Chicago Bears offense. After looking like he regressed the first two weeks of the season in comparison to last year anyway, this past Monday night, Mitch Trubisky finally had his breakout game of the early season against the Washington Redskins. I still think it's fair to question whether this past Monday night was the real Mitch or if it's closer to the first two weeks of the season or if it's somewhere in the middle between the two sides. Either way, the Chicago Bears offense is based off a lot of trickery, misdirections, read options, the RPOs, run pass option plays. They have a go-go gadget offense. They also have a ton of playmakers, Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, Trey Burton, David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen. But here's where the area of opportunity lies. Number one, Mitch Trubisky needs to show that he can be consistent in the passing game to hit his receivers. The first two weeks of the season, he couldn't even hit wide open receivers consistently anyway, but he needs to show that he can be consistent in the passing game beyond just Monday night and beyond just the one read throw passes. Also, if he can't, then the passing game is neutralized. Also, Tariq Cohen, Matt Nagy, I'm looking at you. What's going on, dog? You're not using Tariq Cohen to his full potential. Tariq Cohen went from last year a dynamic playmaker that can stretch the field, a combo running back wide receiver hybrid type of player, really, really explosive to now this year so far, he's a running back that can catch out the backfield. It's crazy. And to make sure that I paint the proper picture here, last year, Tariq Cohen averaged 10.2 yards per reception as a running back. So when it comes to the entire National Football League, he averaged more yards per reception than Vikings tight end Kyle Rudolph, more than Vikings wide receiver Stephon Diggs. He is an explosive player, and they're not really using him. But you know what? If you're going to keep doing that, that's advantage Vikings. I will take that. Still, with all their flaws on offense and Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky has the widest margin of error in the entire National Football League, and it's not even close, all because of the Chicago Bears defense. So, let's look at what the Vikings defense can do. If the Minnesota Vikings are going to give themselves a chance to win this game, then the Vikings defense, this brings us to the theme of the game, they need to turn it up. Turn it the F up. You can't just be a stout defense, good on third downs. You can't just be a brick wall defense that will stop you in your tracks. You need to force turnovers. At least get one, maybe even two would be even better. You need to force turnovers because you have to expect the Chicago Bears defense to do the same. And if Mitch Trubisky was going to throw the ball like he did in weeks one and two, then that gives a chance for Anthony Harris or uh, Harrison Smith to get an interception and give a short field, a better field position for the Vikings offense. So turn it the hell up. Don't just be a stout defense. And if you can force turnovers, then the Vikings defense, you give yourselves a chance to have the Vikings defense canceling out the Chicago Bears defense to where you dumb it down to Mitch Trubisky versus Kirk Cousins. In terms of what you specifically can do beyond forcing turnovers, Stay disciplined. Don't react to the play until you know for sure where the, pl where the ball is going. Contain the edges. 
So we're talking about containing the screen passes, containing the flat routes, containing Mitch Trubisky getting outside the pocket and advancing the ball with his legs. Anthony Barr, I saw that he was limited in practice yesterday. Whether he plays or not, I'd like to see heavy usage of J. Ron Curse. This game is screaming for J. Ron Curse to be out there for a ton of plays on the defense because he has the speed necessary to be that safety linebacker but play at the second level to contain those edges to stop Mitch Trubisky in his tracks. Also, the cornerbacks to counter the quick passing game, you need to play press coverage. So that way, at the very worst, you can at least make a play on the ball or at least stop them as soon as they catch it. But maybe even make a play on the ball, tip the ball up for grabs for one of the safeties to come down with it and make an interception. We get to this Chicago Bears defense. They wreak havoc damn near every single play. They have no weakness on this defense at all three levels. Haha, ha, Clinton Dix, he's having a resurging year. Eddie Jackson, he's playing like the second coming of Ed Reed. Kyle Fuller is playing out of his mind. He's playing like, like a top five cornerback in the league. Roquan Smith, Danny Trevathan, Khalil Mack, we already know what he's about. Akeem Hicks, he's an absolute force in the interior of the trenches. And one guy who I think doesn't get talked about enough. And the more that I see him play, the more he's becoming my favorite player on this Bears defense. I'm sure Chicago, the local media in Chicago, I'm sure they talk about this guy. But the national media, all you hear with the, the, with the Bears defense is Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, and Roquan Smith, and maybe Kyle Fuller. But Leonard Floyd. I'm telling you right now, Leonard Floyd is a super underrated player. He has a lean build as a defensive end. Kind of reminds me, Jason Taylor, the way he's built. But still, he's just as strong as any defensive end out there in the league. But he uses his length and his intelligence to make plays. It's really a treat to watch if you watch the game film. He uses his length, his arms, to push off the offensive lineman, kind of like an offensive lineman would do for defensive linemen, defensive edge rushers. He uses his hands like an offensive tackle to back up those offensive tackles behind the line of scrimmage. But he's not just going after the quarterback and relentlessly just over pursuing the plays. He uses his length with his arms to create space to where he can survey the quarterback. Okay, what is this play? How is this play developing? And if it's simply the quarterback dropping back to pass, then all of a sudden he'll say, okay, I'm pushing this tackle back and I'm going to sack the quarterback. Or let's say it's a screen pass and it's coming to his side because he creates so much space with his arms and his hands. If the screen pass is coming to his side, he can all of a sudden go boop pass off the offensive lineman like he's nothing and go after the ball carrier. He's becoming my favorite player on this Bears defense. So what can the Vikings offense do? What can they do? Number one, run the ball. Last week, the Oakland Raiders came in as the fifth best run-stopping defense. This week, it's the Chicago Bears as the fifth best run-stopping defense. Make the Bears prove that they can stop this rushing attack. We know that they can stop anybody, damn near anybody, but make them prove that they can stop this rushing attack. With that said, I'm not expecting Dalvin Cook to get over 100 yards like he did the first three games of the season. 
I'm expecting more somewhere along the lines of 75 to 80 yards rushing this game. Still, that can be effective enough. And you need your blockers up front beyond just the offensive line, the tight ends. You brought in Laquan Treadwell. And then also, you need to open up the buffet line to serve all you can eat ham hocks. I'm talking about CJ Ham. Let me tell you something, folks. The first three games of this season, C.J. Ham has been busting heads, has been laying the wood out there. He's a great perennial blocker and lead blocker for Dalvin Cook. So be physical. Give Dalvin Cook the chance to get to the line of scrimmage and let him take off from there. Number two, limit the volume of passes for Kirk Cousins. So don't let him. I'm thinking anywhere along the lines of 20 to 25 passes max. If you go beyond that, 30, 35 passes, with Kirk Cousins and his airhead abilities and his airhead throws at times, you're giving the Bears defense more opportunities to intercept the ball and create turnovers, especially if he's doing three-step dropbacks. Even if it's play action, even three-step dropbacks, if the way if you expect to survey the field and wait for the routes to develop, you're giving the Bears defense more opportunities to not only create sacks but sack fumbles and that's not good at all which brings me to the next point utilize the quick passing game let your receivers make plays and get yards after the catch and throw with purpose like mark schlereff said that you did Kirk cousins against the oakland raiders so use the quick passing game and lastly expect chaos you can't counter this Chicago Bears defense you really really can't you just have to minimize the damage so expect chaos Kirk Cousins the reckoning is coming and there's nothing you can do about it think about this Bears Packers week one I think it was at Soldier Field but I can't remember Bears Packers week one the difference between the Packers being able to win that game it came down to one play one just one, one play to Jimmy Graham to score that touchdown. That was the difference in that 10-3 game for the Packers to win that game. There's going to be chaos, but keep your head in the game to where find that one pass, just that one play that you need to make that can be the difference, especially if the Vikings defense steps up, that one play you need to make that can make all the difference in the world that can be just enough to win that game. We don't need... Aw shucks, Kirk Cousins, the guy that clearly rehearses his lines, even in all those commercials that he does. Hey, guys, check out this pillow. It's really soft. I use it every day. Get this pillow at whateverpillow.com. It's going to help you out. Like, no, we need you like that, Kirk Cousins, the guy that's just pissed off and ready to prove everybody wrong. Keep your head in the game and give yourself a chance to win this game. With that said, I don't think the Vikings are going to win this game. I don't think. I think they'll give themselves a chance. I just, I need Kirk Cousins to step up. And if he goes back to how he usually is, then the Bears, they're probably going to squeak by. I do expect this Vikings defense to step up. But not to say they can't win. They just, Kirk Cousins, you got to show me. I'll believe it when I see it. Show me. We do this three times a week. Mediocre at Best Sports Podcast with Realistic Randy. Check me out on Twitter at Realistic underscore Randy. Facebook at Realistic Randy. The audio podcast, SoundCloud, you can find the link to the audio podcast in the description of this video. Enjoy the game, folks.